Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of That 80s Child, The Generation Y, and my name is Gabrielle. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the music videos in the 1980s. Now, I know that is a large, encompassing topic. I kind of handpicked ones that showed the most like bizarre and creative use of videos, considering the fact that MTV... The birth of MTV was in the 80s, so to see it go from not being there and then music videos being so popular, and then you had the VJs who were just as popular who just presented this stuff to you. So although I might not name every single video that ever came out in the 1980s, which is a plethora of interesting and very bizarre videos... These are just a few, and these are just the ones that I picked out that showed a tremendous amount of creativity or tremendous amount of bizarreness. And I'm going to be doing the videos of the 1990s because considering the fact that we are Gen Ys, or if you're not, that's totally fine. I'm glad that you're listening regardless. Being born in the 80s doesn't necessarily mean that you remember everything that happened in the 80s. Maybe the toys, but... Watching MTV at three years old, you're really not going to remember too much of it if your parents were allowing you to sit in front of watching some girl making out with people or, you know, molesting a car, you know, probably wasn't appropriate television watching at the time. And also it was like, it was, it was cable, I believe. So if you didn't have cable, there's no MTV. So I'm going to be going and I'm going to be doing the 1990s videos because that will be more of a nostalgic switch for us for remembering a lot of things but I wanted to cover the 1980s videos because again we saw them we've watched them there are some you know ones that are classics that we'll always remember regardless of what age we are well I hope so anyway and the way MTV used to be so in the 1990s we will you know They had the VH1 had the VH1 classics that would show you all the original 1980s videos. That's what I used to watch. And then you had behind the music and stuff like that. So I'm going to go into that. And it's just I'm not talking about just MTV, but music videos in general. So like also pop up video. You can't forget that. I miss that so much. But that'll be in another episode. The 1980s. The birth of MTV. And like I said in my previous podcast for the Monkees, uh, Mike Nesmith helped to create MTV. So I couldn't talk about music videos without mentioning the very first video that ever played on MTV, and that was the Buggles video killed the radio star. So aptly named, of course. Was it the greatest video I've ever seen in my life? No. Was it bizarre? Yes. <laughs> but... It was the very first one that ever aired, so you had you have to mention it. People were, weren't seeing the artists that they absolutely, you know, they loved, the music that they loved, unless it was a special on television, like Ed Sullivan's show. Just maybe they were being interviewed for something, some special, like the bandstand uh, that was on specific nights. Or say like the monkeys, you could see them like, you know, on normal television because that was like a a half hour long music video technically with a, a, a little bit of a story back for it. Or you would have to go to a 
a concert or maybe an event that they might be at. But otherwise, you you really weren't seeing your favorite artist in some other format at the time. So MTV was a an a interesting view on one the music, another form of creativity to bring the music to, and you were able to see your your favorite artists performing the song that you love or whatever or the newest stuff so it was an interesting format and something that not everybody had seen so you had like the Beatles were in their movies so you had you know Hard Day's Night and again like I said with the monkeys they had their television show but beyond that you weren't you didn't have them on a format to be able to go and be like I can't wait for this this video to come out or I wonder if that's going to be made into a video Now, back then, you had to wait and see when that video was going to come on. Now, you have, like, YouTube, and you can just search it and watch it whenever you want. So, I think the availability made it a lot more precious than it is now. Because I know that the, you know, people are still making videos, but they're being kind of shown in a different way. It's this... I don't even know if MTV shows music videos anymore. Now it's just trash video, <laughs> trash shows, reality television. It was just a different way of being able to see your favorite artist. So, like I said, some were a little weird, some were a little bizarre, but the 1980s were known for their excess. Excess color, excess hair, excess bangles, excess sex, drugs rock and roll it was just that was the generation and the videos were where they were no exception so the the videos some videos uh were just the band playing on a stage to a fake audience or maybe a montage of their live shows for the song which i think was more of like a a cheap way of doing it because, granted, if you were going to go see those people, that is how you would see them in a, in a stage format. But, you know, you kind of want to, you know, give me something interesting to watch. You know, I, I, it's entertainment in a different format with your music. So why don't you use that format to your advantage instead of just being like, oh, we're, we're going to play this on the stage. We might as well just do it in front of a camera. So, of course, some of those are not going to be ones that, I'm going to mention because I'm just mentioning the ones that were like outlandish or trend setting in some way and then, you know, just the the more popular ones that I think everybody would know. So again, my criteria of picking these out were the um, creativity, the bizarreness, and that just being different and or a new way of, of doing something, maybe like where they brought in a different way of filming, uh, you know, CGI or whatever they had at the special effects at the time. So whatever might have been like trend setting, like I said. All right, so the first one I said, we had the Buggles, obviously, because it was the very first ep- um, video that was ever posted or shown on MTV. F- creative takes. You have aha take on me. Now, the fact that uh, they had it all in cartoon form, and it was like a comic book that the girl was reading that was in the diner, 
it was sort of like it was definitely fantasy based where you're reading it and you're like man you know this is my life right now but i would be very interested in seeing meeting that person that's in that story and then that story comes to life and that you become a part of it so that whole idea was awesome and the fact that i think that the band looked better as drawn characters than in reality whatever uh, it was it was very cool and different you didn't see that in anything else so it was it was a really awesome like different something different then i had uh cindy lopper now she didn't have anything necessarily really out there she did do uh the goonies uh goonies are good enough um which had some, had the cast in the video, but the actual video was you know like her going through with it with finding a um, a map just like the movie. So it was adventurous. But she uh, what she's kind of known for she always had her mom, her actual mom in the videos, and she used professional like wrestlers from like the WWE. So the one guy, I don't know the names of them. I'm so sorry for those who are fans. So I thought that was cool because she used that. And she, you know, she was an icon at the time, the way she had her hair, what she dressed, what she dressed like, and just her overall, I am who I am, and you're not going to change me. So, and she's still like that, which I, I is really cool. I, I love Cindy Lauper. All right, so Michael Jackson. Love him or hate him, you cannot deny the iconic thriller. So, Michael Jackson was known for a lot of uh, his music, obviously very, very, very well done. Not regardless of what he did or did not do, Thriller was and is an epic, an epic video. You have Vincent Price that narrates it. The awesome dance routine, obviously, Michael Jackson, known for that. And then the um, the makeup work. And it was, you're literally watching a zombie movie. It is a movie. It's, it's just a, or a short film. You're watching a short film. And that's what I'm talking about, creativity. You're not just having some people, like, behind a microphone singing and then that's that. At least there's something more to it to make it entertaining and make you want to like listen to it again or you know like from the movie 13 going on 30 wanting to learn the dance move so that you could do it later I mean that makes it that's what makes it epic um and unforgettable and then you have Pink Floyd another brick in the wall that's iconic the whole schoolroom scene the kids uh going off the conveyor belt that I'll tell you what, like that Pink Floyd movie was bizarre as well. So, yeah. So again, going with the bizarre but memorable ones that you won't forget. I think everybody remembers the California Raisins. I I hope you do because I love the California Raisins. It was a uh, Will Vinton as was the actual claymation creator for the the actual the characters because he did the claymation Christmas. If anybody, Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas, the California Reasons was, were in that as well. But they had um, heard it through the grapevine, which is, uh, it's obviously, it's not their song. But if you watch the video, it's just, it, it's, that in itself is just nostalgic to the core. Because you don't see the California Reasons anymore, and um, you don't see Claymation 
much anymore, to be honest. Like, Wallace and Gromit, I think, was, like, the, the last... The people who created Wallace and Gromit were the last things that I've seen that was actual claymation and not just some CGI stuff. And, like, you know, because that takes time and work. Which, I'm not saying CGI isn't time and work either, but, you know, getting your hands in there and actually maneuvering these pieces frame by frame instead of a computer doing it for you. Just saying. Uh, Genesis, Land of Confusion. Now... All right, when I was going through these videos, I knew, like, the big ones, like, Aha, the Cindy Lauper, Michael Jackson, Pink Floyd, uh, Peter Gabriel, which I'll get to, um, the big ones that I remember. I saw the Genesis Land of Confusion come up. I'm like, was that it? I can't remember that video per se. Now, my criteria was that ones that were, like, memorable, and if I can't remember it, was it really memorable? But I was watching it, and, okay, so it was very politically charged, obviously, disturbs version as well like it's the same song and but it's the same you know it's going towards the same thing it's very politically charged so the they had puppets made of the band so you had phil collins and you had his puppet and then you had like ronald reagan and the first lady and you had senators and you had um the prime minister there was like all like the heads of like state what was going on and how things had gone wrong and what what is wrong with the world so very politically charged but an interesting ta way of doing it with the puppets where it kind of makes it absurd but then again the topics that it's talking about are absurd and why that we have to discuss it to begin with you know so it's it's all it's pretty cool how they play it on that besides the fact that the song itself is kind of like it's like an anti-war song from like the 60s kind of thing it's just take, take, just take a look at everything you know and we could definitely use use that now um peter gabriel most of his videos are so bizarre you have a dancing chicken in one of them you have uh sle the one that um sledgehammer which i think that's the one where it was um so Sledgehammer is a time lapse of him, you know, putting uh, his hair up, put his hair down, and it's just like, and him singing and things going around. It's all of his videos were pretty interesting, and I love his music anyhow, so it's a plus. <laughs> all right, so the I'm not necessarily saying that their videos were not worth watching because there are a few videos that were cool. But the epitome of the 19, 1980s excess in color is any Duran Duran video. So you have, like, their ever-changing hair color and hairstyle, the amount of makeup that they wear. Not that that's it's bad. It's not bad. I'm just saying at the time, okay? Their clothing, how bright everything is. They're, they usually were recording in some, like, tropical location. Girls all over the place. The one that I did like that at least kind of looked like it had a um some rhyme or reason to it where it kind of went along with the 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 actual song was it was called night boat that was different for them you watch any of them and it's just like that is the 80s if you wanted a picture a, a stops or still of the 1980s you just take one picture out of one of their videos from the 80s and that's what that was the definition of what it was did they ever make sense to the songs not really one of the songs that i love was called ordinary world love it 
excellent, um, not from the 80s, from the 90s, but I, 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 I've talked about it before. It, the actual words are just beautiful. The video, what the hell were they thinking? I don't understand. Like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just not creative enough or maybe it, I don't know what they were trying to go for that, but I would have, there would have been a completely different video if I did it. Just, just saying. I would kind of went along with the narrative of the song, but <laughs> who am I, right? Paula Abdul, opposite to track. She's dancing with an animated cat. Just the fact that you had that together and that her choreography um, and then the matching up with everything, it was just pretty cool. And it's, it's, icon it's iconic. Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. So you have your 3D animation. This was in and around when it was coming out with the Nintendo. 3D animation was, you're still kind of going off of a 2D world, but it was really cool how they played it off how you had Sting in there as well. And so you, you saw your, your your basic band on a stage in front of a live audience. But it was making fun of themselves in a sense, like money for nothing and your chicks for free. And, it's like, and then, you know, hearkening to MTV. It's like, I want my MTV. So it was cool. It was, it was a play on their own fame and how ridiculous it kind of se seemed. For all the work that some people do versus the work that other people do and, and the pay discrepancies, I I can sit here and I can cross-examine all of them. And I'm sorry if I do that. <laughs> but I'm just trying to say, like, at least they put thought into the videos. Unlike some of them where they're just like, let's have some scantily clad women dance around like wackadoos. And then we have a video. I like the ones that have a little bit of thought behind it because it makes it interesting and, again, entertaining. You know, I'm watching this for a reason, not just to see you, but, you know, give me something to watch that I'm like, this is this is awesome. In Excess, Need You Tonight. Now, it's iconic in the sense of everybody has ripped off the whole, the card throwing at, the, like, the end with all the words and stuff like that. So it's, people should remember that, just standing there and, like, doing the cards and being like the words to the the words to the song just coming off and it's you know and the fact you know in excess was super popular it's a it's a good video on its own doesn't necessarily make any sense to the words that were written maybe not but it was definitely iconic okay so there were other videos that had storylines to them the actual song did kind of weave into what the story was that they were doing on the video so you have pat benatar love is a love is a battlefield which there was a storyline to it where she left home looked like she joined like she became a prostitute or something like that lady of the evening i don't know if i'm allowed to say that but anyhow it's a story from like that point of view and how life is difficult and you make certain choices and you have to live with those choices but you got to do what you got to do and you be you and then whatever. <laughs> it's it's an interesting video. I, I like it. She has an awesome voice. And at least it had a story. Whether or not it necessarily went through the song and exactly what, you know, say if I was going to do it, it might be a little different. But I liked it because it kind of coincided. So it was good. And the same with... um. Papa Don't Preach from Madonna. 
that had like a story based on it and that went with the song so that's great then you had I found a couple of videos and I'll just name two of them but a couple of them they seem to really like to use the backdrop of old warships and the Hooters all these zombies which great song and they're from Philadelphia so what what they were like on like an old like I don't know if it was an old battleship but it was definitely some some ship and then Depeche Mode people are people they were on an old ship too the Hooters I don't necessarily know how that had anything to do with the song because it's for us they have a lot of religious overtones up not even overtones they're pretty uh straightforward with with all of that but the video really had nothing to do with it they were just on a ship yelling to each other across metal barriers I don't know but um, Depeche Mode, they looked like they were working on the ship, and then you, it looked like they were actually printing their, uh, or pressing their records on a ship, because that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but there's, like, you know, you have a backdrop of, like, war and people and guns and stuff like that, and, you know, the songs People Are People. So I get the, the, the call back to the warship, but... Um, yeah, again, I'm not, and maybe there was just, they had this ship for rent and everybody used it. I'm not entirely sure. David Lee Roth. <laughs> he is just over the top with everything. So if you saw any of his, uh, when he was out on his own, besides, besides the um, Van Halen versions, obviously, when he was doing his solo stuff, you have him, you know, you know California girls, he's just, you know, a bunch of girls. And then uh, him being like a presenter of a, of a show. And it's just, it's just always over the top, very in your face. And I just think that is who he is. And it kind of just emphasize, emphasizes that, which I think is cool because then you got to see a little bit more of their personality if they had any because sometimes they don't necessarily have that much personality. All of their creativity goes into making the music. The rest is just... <laughs> But David Lee Roth, I would definitely check out his his solo videos because they're just funny to watch. So I named this one just as a joke, but not so much. It's like it's a hearkening back to another nostalgic thing. But Lamal, Never Ending Story. So obviously the the song of the for the movie, and I love the movie and I love the song. But when you first, if anybody questioned it, because I know like I always thought. It was a woman singing. And then what I wrote, I was like, your first time realizing it's actually a dude singing. <laughs> so I knew he was from Kaja Gugu. I re realized, like, found that out after all of that. But um, my goodness, some pipes on him. <laughs> but I love the song. That was my anthem through most of grade school. And I still have it still on rotation on my on my playlist. There was a couple other ones I was going to mention, but they, were, they weren't really like, they were just popular songs. So I'm going to leave them out. You have Oingo Boingo with Weird Science. Now, obviously, based on the movie Weird Science, but my goodness, that was bizarre. <laughs> and like I said, it needs to be, it needed to be bizarre to, to get onto my list or at least, you know, some creativity shown. And I don't know if they did a whole lot more. I think that was like a one-hit wonder. 
which by the way let me just say how much i absolutely loved the um they had a they had a show that was one hit wonders i believe it was on vh1 vh1 was my go-to a lot um when i was young in the 90s and in the early 2000s until everything just went to shit but they had the one hit wonders and my and I know that like the 1980s and even the 1990s produced quite a few one-hit wonders, the ones that you don't even realize uh, that you've forgotten. And then you're like, oh my God, I remember that song. And then, of course, because they're popular for that song, there's a video for it. So it's interesting to see because you're like, who are they again? Did they do anything else? That is why I will say this. As much as I love nostalgia, as much as I love remembering all that cool stuff from the from the past i do like the fact that i am able to call up whatever song that i want for the most part i have yet to come up against anything yet that hasn't been on my youtube music or google music that it used to be that i can just grab that song does that hurt an album sale yes of course but i think a lot of artists now are releasing individual songs and then they just make a compilation of all of it and then have it as a like a special edition feature album a lot of them are pressing into vinyl right now so which is awesome i don't miss having to buy a complete cd for those one hit wonders which is why i'm bringing this up and then liking that one song and then the rest of the album is there was a reason why that one song was popular and nothing else so i don't necessarily miss uh, wasting my money on a complete album and only liking the one song I never I listened to the whole album because you never know you never know if you find another gem a gem in the rough or diamond in the rough excuse me yeah there there is definitely a reason why that was popular and and the rest are forgotten but I still have I still have a lot of those CDs so uh, they're not going to be worth anything I don't think because I probably won't even play half of them because I've they've been rolling around uh okay so getting back onto track here so paul simon you can call me out it's an iconic video with chevy chase paul simon does have a good sense of humor uh definitely a, a napoleonic complex he is short but um has a lot of ability and again he is my favorite um songwriter but my goodness that was the it's a it's a hilarious video and there's it's as simple as can be but the fact that chevy chase is the one that is the is the one you know lip syncing to the song and then paul simon just does like the backup and then when they get up to dance there's such a um a difference in size chevy chase is tall and paul simon's so short so it was pretty cool i it's just it, iconic simple no real storyline but hilarious so you don't it's entertaining and again that's all you need information society what's on your mind this is the last one on my list i think because i have two lists that i kind of went down yeah okay so information society i don't know if anybody um knows that one so information society what's on your mind that is a very um it's a long video because there are two versions of the song there's like a a radio version which takes out a whole like instrumental like part in the center that really isn't needed and then um 
then there's the actual version. And the one that they use for the video is the long, the long ass version. But it's trippy because it's going, it's kind of like stop actioning a little bit and like fast forwarding and in people's faces, a lot of color, a lot of words. And it's, it's kind of, there's a couple other videos that are kind of like that. And they took, it must have been like a popular way of pushing like an idea and having the artist in your face with whatever it is they were trying to tell you and there is a little bit there's no story in it it's just a matter of um a little bit more of like a politically heated where they're showing you like newspaper clippings and things of that like headlines and stuff like that so it there was reasoning behind it but um there wasn't like this uh, like they weren't acting out something it wasn't a short film <laughs> so the 1980s like i said is known for its excess the the videos showed that definitely like there was some some crazy crazy videos lots of color lots lots of like excessive and exaggerated things but so much fun and i miss that because i feel like there were certain things okay you got to calm down a little bit with but some other things you're like you know what i kind of miss that freeness that I, f I you feel like in it like you do you do whatever <laughs> in reason obviously uh but I kind of miss that and it's the same with even when I go into the 90s which I'm going to do later I'm not going to do it back to back I liked going back and watching those videos and like I said I know that we're I'm born in 83 so I'm not going to necessarily remember these videos out of my own memory but I am, I remember them because I did watch some of them when I was younger. Most of it was from the 90s when I was rewatching it through VH1 and, uh, and even when MTV decided to actually play videos. And they did play videos in between all the other craziness. I miss, I miss that because I, I don't think I've seen a lot of recent videos for, um, oh, I lied. Excuse me. I did watch. I've um I watched Grabbits. I follow him. Now he's I like his music. His music is pretty cool. When he's releasing his stuff and he mentions about like a video and his are like story based and they're creative. I like watching them. I I do like his music. He writes he creates writes it you know, does all produces it everything. So I have very I have a lot of respect for him. So I do really like um, the videos that he does release because they're interesting and they're a little different. So, but I do really, I, you might have noticed as much as I have sung the praises of like Depeche Mode and them being my favorite out, uh, my favorite artist that I just passingly said something about their um, People Are People video with the ship. Like I said, I was trying to get ones that were like very bizarre very creative and like iconic and as much as I love Depeche Mode I don't really think that their uh, their videos are like epic and remember or memorable I'm sorry I love their music so much but their videos oof, they're lacking and it's a shame because I do love the um the words to the songs Martin Gore is a excellent songwriter you're missing out on a whole area <laughs> that you can be creating some awesome things 
they do have a tendency to work with a specific um, photographer. So Anton Cor Corbin, Corbin, I think his name is. Uh, he, he, do I think they do the photography, but I don't think it's their videos that they that, they, that he does. Excuse me, but yeah, they. You could have done so much with these songs. So, there are so many, so many. The 1980s produced so many awesome artists, so many awesome videos. Um, but I only have so much time that I want to be recording into this. And otherwise, I'd be here all, all night. So, yeah, that's my, like, short, very short list of interesting and different videos of the 1980s. And any ones that you might not have heard of and would like to check out, definitely, uh, you know, go through it and like write them down if you ever. Oh, the other one was, um, so the other one was George Harrison, uh, Got My Mind set on, set on You. So granted, he is just sitting in a chair singing, but it's all the, <laughs> the things in the back, in the back of him popping out. Like you have taxidermied um, animals, like, kind of like popping out in the back and singing and stuff so that's interesting and I love the song I love George Harrison so so I love that song a lot and that's the video is pretty cool too so I I had that like in the margin I forgot to say like I put it on here that I really wanted to talk about it but I mean there's not much to talk about it per se but it was worth mentioning because it was different. So yeah, so that's my uh, short list of the 1980s uh, creative and bizarre videos. I hope some of them brought back some memories or make maybe want to go check them out because I got to watch all of them again and it was pretty cool because I'm like, this is research. <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. I'm not wasting time. I also want to apologize for this podcast being out a little bit late. I don't record these very much in advance. There may be like a day before I, so it's a day to record. It's not a whole day. I'm like the one day that I do the recording and then the next day I edit and I post. So, and the posting is usually I have to sit and I create a, the cover for the, for the thing. Not, not that that takes long, but I put a little bit of thought into it just to make it interesting. So I had, I had like a, a couple, I had a week and a half where I just felt like I just didn't feel like doing anything. So, um, I had, I had these notes written. I had all intentions to actually go in and do that. Also had a little bit of technical difficulty. My, my program that I use didn't want to record. It kept saying like something to do with my graphics card. And I'm like, excuse me, I can play games perfectly fine, but you won't let me record my voice. How dare you? So I got that fixed today and um, so I recorded however long that was happening because I only started to try to record this weekend. So this would have been out a little bit earlier. So I apologize if anybody was really, really like on the edge of their seat waiting for the next episode. Um, I apologize. It's just I wasn't in a creative enough mood to, to sound like at least that I was into what I was talking about. Otherwise, it would just be like, going through the motions and I never want it to really be like that because I want you to be interested in it and know that I'm interested in it instead of it just being like and so in the 1980s some videos came out yay because it kind of would have been like that I was just not no energy to do it so um I'm back <laughs> 
and I should be back on that train. It was just like I get there's sometimes we you know we all get like that just not really wanting to to do anything. I went to work unfortunately because I can't just be like I'm sorry I just don't feel like doing anything right. So I'll see you in a couple of days when I do feel like doing something. Unfortunately, that's not how it works, and I still got to go to work because I got to make some money. Unfortunately. So I hope you enjoyed this list. I hope, uh, again, like I said, that it brought back some memories and you get to go check them out because, like I said, I had so much fun uh, just kind of quote-unquote researching and uh, going on YouTube and just like bizarre 80s uh, videos. Some of them can be very bizarre. I didn't mention, like I didn't mention every single one of them, but the ones I figured like that would stand out, popular songs, and what that we would remember. Again, I'm just trying to bring some happiness to you and some nostalgia, you know? Be like a smile on your face. That's all I want. And that I'm not annoying you. <laughs> but you, would be you wouldn't be listening if I was annoying you. So I, I appreciate it. So thank you so much for everybody who listens. I hope you can um, follow, subscribe. Uh, follow, subscribe uh, to Spotify, Google. Um, you, I, I think I have, I don't know if I have anything on my website. I should know this. Um, that would notify you when things go up. I will check into that to see if there's something you can sign up on there because I do get a lot of um, traffic on the website, which is great. So thank you so much because it's not just a podcast. Then you get to check out my blog. So that, again, that's GabrielleCataldi.com. But definitely check it out on Spotify because I do check my stats every once in a while. I have, you know, and I, it makes me happy when I see some more, more uh, listeners. So um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to this. It gets uploaded auto automatically uh, or just uh, through the website like normal. Uh, so thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed. And I will be back on schedule with getting this out on a weekly basis. And... Um, this is uh, episode three, so so we got a little bit of ways to go. So I'm looking forward to it, and um, hope you are too. Thank you again. And this is Gabrielle signing off on that 80s child, the Generation Y. And I'll see you next week. Well, I will be talking to you next week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again. Bye.